हेलो एवरीवन होप यू ऑल आर सेफ एंड साउंड एंड डूइंग वेल मेंटल हेल्थ इज इम्पॉर्टेंट प्लीज डोंट फाइंड दिस टू बी म्यूजिंग बट जस्ट बी ग्रेटफुल यू आर नॉट इन द अदर पर्सन शूज इफ यू फेसिंग इश्यूज पर्सनली इन लाइफ देन जस्ट डोंट सेट आइडल डिस्कस इट विद योर फ्रेंड्स एंड फैमिलीज एंड ट्रस्ट मी इट्स कैन गिव यू क्लोजर सो आई एम तविश भारद्वाज अ स्टूडेंट ऑफ सीन जूस कॉलेज बैंगलोर ऑटोनॉमस आई एम फ्रॉम न्यू डेली इन सेकेंड ईयर एंड अटेंडिंग ऑनलाइन क्लासेस फॉर क्वाइट अ वाइल नाउ I'm a part of an integrated course called GIP, that is Journalism, International Relations, and Public Policy. In future, I would like to pursue international relations and make my career around it. So, in my first podcast, I'm going to be talking about the Premier League. Now, to those who aren't aware of it, the Premier League is the top level of English football. Now, the moment when you hear this, you know that this is about sports. I'm not into talking about a particular soccer team or a particular sports star because these topics have been touched a million times. I couldn't think of a name of the podcast until just now, but I would like to call it Insight into Sports, not just Insight into Soccer, but other types of sports as well. I think this is a good topic to start because it's something which will make me happy and bring a change in mood. Because just like any other day, except some days, I mean today went pretty basic as well. Attended online classes, did some extra reading, ate food. went to sleep woke up and began to work on this what i'm going to be talking today is about why should people start watching the premier league what makes it so special and overall why soccer is so popular and hopefully after hearing this you can also build an interest into it now i feel people should give this a listen because it's something new it's something completely to get you engrossed rather than just talking about facts You fall in love with the sport. You get strong work ethic. It benefits you in all aspects of life, and on top of that, it keeps your mental health stable. So, why watch the Premier League? First off, it's rich history. It's an inescapable fact that the English invented the modern game of football and exported their invention worldwide. For us Indians, is basically to keep our ego aside because it doesn't work all the time. So, um, little did they know that the simple game. would turn into a bit of in like into a beautiful game and ignite imaginations all over the globe and playing in the premier league is therefore historic because the players are participating in the world's greatest sport in its native england where it could be said the game is most appreciated secondly the stadium in the premiership you don't have to travel far to encounter first class stadiums they feature exceptional seating viewing and facilities in addition you have impeccable playing fields to play football on throughout the season The top 10 clubs in the Premier League all have exceptional home grounds from the traditional tangle of favorites like Anfield and Old Trafford to the modern fields like the Emirates where Arsenal ply their trade and even the so-called smaller clubs have well-designed stadiums often built to high standards to take the newly promoted sides like Watford or Norwich or Aston Villa they have the largest of South England outside London I mean the stadiums it basically has capacity of approximately 32000 and has world-class facilities still Thirdly, the tournament internationals. I never knew this, but the Premier League has the most quality players regularly competing than any other league in the world. To just look, have a, I mean, to just have a look on the percentage, players turning out for the countries in top football tournaments like the Euro and the World Cup. In Euro 2021, the Premier League supplied 74 players, almost 20% of the total number, whilst the Bundesliga, which is the top tier of German football, was second with 48 players. La Liga, the top tier of Spanish football. For thirty-two and Syria, the top tier of Italian football, with thirty-one, and you find similar figures for the World Cup tournament as well. 
and this means that the Premier League is way ahead of the others when it comes to supplying the creme de la creme from the major competitions. Then fourthly, the players in the Premier League. Now, are the best players in the world playing in the English Premier League? Well, the answer is yes and no. So let's admit something from the outside. The elite top two players in the world. One was earlier in Italy, but now he's back in England, where it all started. He's back in, in Old Trafford. And the other guy, he's in Paris. After like nearly spending his from his childhood till his adulthood in Barcelona, he went to Paris. That's a big thing and it's pretty unreal. Then that's Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Let's also throw Luis Suarez into the mix too. After Barcelona, now he's playing in Atletico Madrid, that is in La Liga. So you may also have different names in your head, like the Brazilian name of example. But the plain, the, I mean, the plain fact is that the two best exponents, the beautiful game, one is in England and the other is not. However, it's not always wise to measure excellency individually. Football is a team game, and to add up the total numbers of quality internationals in the top ten teams in all the leagues and who has the most strength and depth, undoubtedly, is the Premier League. So, what? light does it throw in terms of pure football if you are a regular spectator of the premier league matches then the chances are like you'll be watching top internationals week in and week out not just when the elite teams turn up fifth the competition in the premier league so let's look at the top six clubs in any league in europe and let's just ask ourselves have all six got a chance to win the league only in the premier league is there such hot competition manchester city manchester united Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham Hotspur, and of course Liverpool. Personally, I'm a Liverpool fan. So, the answer has to be that at least four have a good chance and two are strong dark horse contenders. You wouldn't have this level of top competition anywhere other than the Premier League. In Spain, for example, it's inevitably the two elite clubs who end up fighting for the title, Barcelona or Real. But this time, it was Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid was the dark horse all along. And in Italy, you'll have three usually. In Germany, it's often two. In Italy, it's basically either Juventus or Inter Milan or AC Milan. I mean, they're more like Napoli and um, Atlanta or Lazio or Roma for the matter. In Germany, it's often two. It's just Bayern and Bundesliga. To be really honest, I feel Bundesliga is the most boring league. It's the most boring soccer league out of all. And recently, only one in France. You will sometimes have three, but it's basically one. And that is Paris in German. Paris in German, other than being a great football club it's a it's, it's like the most fashionable football club in the whole world so should we like to look at the netherlands as well it used to be three top clubs wanting to be champions but now that's reduced to two so now the sixth that is the style of football that you see in the premier league which is so different from the other leagues when compared in the premier league you'll see different extremes of style from different clubs traditionally the great manchester teams or liverpool they have always played an open attacking style of play with focus on fast wingers and one or two hard-working goal-scoring midfield men. Midfielders are basically the ones who are just behind the strikers. They basically give a hand in scoring goals. Basically, the wingers are meant for assists, but of course, they are at times also score the goals when in need in a pressure situation. So, Liverpool, they past triumphs have been based on a classic pass and movement style, relying on strong midfield, running, an all-or-nothing approach to each match. The person to give this credit is Jurgen Klopp. Secondly, uh, Manchester City. Under Pep Guardiola, they have developed their own brand of powerful attacking play and it's paid off. They're currently champions. So, the two playmakers, that is De Bruyne and Silva, 
the crucial for linking defense with attack. Then Arsenal. Arsenal have played a short, quick passing game over the last few seasons, overwhelming opponents with like a tag attacker style, but which has been highly successful. And then Chelsea. Chelsea's success has been drawn to defensive organization and counter-attacking styles. I mean, and the person to be given credit is Thomas Tuchel. Basically, Liverpool's manager, I mean head coach, is Jurgen Klopp. And Chelsea's head coach is Thomas Tuchel. Both of them are Germans. And just, I mean, aside knowledge, Germans are to be considered as the best football managers ever. Because they're really tactical in mind. They're very defensive when it comes to football. So, for Chelsea, the ability to soak up pressure, then hit teams hard on the break. Thomas Tuchel kind of introduced, has, I mean, he's kind of introduced this style and, has, and like, it's starstruck to everyone. Like, he's long gone, but now, I mean, let's see what happens next. Secondly, but not the last, the atmosphere. In El Clasico in Spain, there was Barcelona versus Real Madrid. And it creates enormous interest worldwide and nightly so because it's the biggest club game in the planet. The Camp Nou regularly has 99,000 plus potatoes. Camp Nou is the home ground for Barcelona. But the English Premier League cannot match that. But Manchester United's Old Trafford has 75,000 spectators. Arsenal Emirates have 60,000. And Liverpool's Anfield have 54,000. Newcastle's United States James Park holds over 52,000 supporters. All are full every other week of the season and generate amazing energy. In Germany, the Bundesliga has the highest average attendance with clubs like Bayern Munich or Schalke or VIB Stuttgart, Hertha Berlin, Hamburg and Borussia Mönchengladbach or regularly attracting crowds over 50,000. This is due to the lower overall prices, where the Premier League score high is on pure atmosphere and tension. The anticipation, the energy and colour created by knowledgeable fans are second to none. At clubs like Leicester, West Ham United, Spears, New Stadium or the Newcastle United, the noise created by the home fans when the team is winning is beyond belief. In short, it's not the quantity, but rather the quality that counts. So, this is what I had in store. So, we're just quickly going to take a quick break and we'll be back in a minute. Hey everyone, I am back. So whatever I spoke, I hope I spoke it clear as to what I wanted to say because this is something I'm pretty passionate about and I want others who will listen to this feel the same as well. So before the break, we spoke about why the Premier League is so engrossing, why it attracts the wider audience, why it's so great to watch. So I just put a few points, a few relevant points first coming into the rich history all right and secondly dealing with the competition in the premier league then thirdly the stadium and coming to the tournament nationals then of course discussing about the players in the premier league then the competition in the premier league and finally we came to a close in the atmosphere of the premier league so these are some points which i made i mean um, elaborating all those points in brief it's there if you want to, I mean, for give it a go if you want to listen. It's all there. So, um, I feel great about this as when I did this because this is something new. And this is something which I really enjoyed doing for the first time. And so, of, it's a part of the assignment which I've been given. So, but anyways, I would 
request you all to share this as much as possible. Um, I hope I was great with this, even though when it was a first go for me. And this is not the end. I feel there are many more episodes to come about different sports like cricket, badminton, baseball, basketball, or even rugby for the matter. So all of these are expected in the future. But of course, it also depends upon the type of audience I get um, in my first episode. So just share as much as possible. It would just mean the world to me, whoever you know, just give them a reference about this. So yeah, thank you all. Thank you for your time. And I hope we will talk about something new real soon. So yeah, thank you. Thank you.